0: All right. <laughs> In the making, but the Gerwick Report is back. The Gerwick Report podcast, the podcast that tells it like it is. We've stepped away for a few, but we are back in the saddle with a brand new edition of the podcast that tells it like it is. I am Steve Gerwick because who else would I be? The webmaster of Gerwick.net pro wrestling news, information, rumors, bios, polls, TV taping results, TV show recaps since 1997. And we do appreciate your support at Girlwick.net, But today, it's the return of the GRP. Yes, the GRP. And as always, allow me to tag in my longtime tag team partner, the one, the only, Frank D.
1: Steve, my man. I mean, my God, how long has it been, pal, since we've been on the GRP platform, the platform that, you know, we established Oh, so long ago with people like Vince Russo, Eric Bischoff, Sonny Ono, Matt Hardy. I mean, this goes on and on. I mean, this was a platform also we had weekly Teddy Long on here, WWE Hall of Famer. But you got it wrong, man. It's not just Frank D. It's the fabulous one. Ah. Frank D.
0: And where did you get that nickname?
1: I got that from uh, 2019 class of WWE Hall of Fame member, the Honky Tonk Man, the greatest intercontinental heavyweight champion of all time.
0: Absolutely. And if you miss one of those shows, and I tell you what, if you miss the Vince Russo show, you miss the Honky Tonk Man show, or some of the interviews we did with Teddy Long back in the day, just go over to Gerwick.net, search the archives, and all our previous episodes are free that's right free i know this today's age where we got a patreon we got a paypal support us buy this do this no 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 just go to gerwick.net search the audio archives and all those shows are free free frank not charging a dime
1: well and also check out the youtube channel that's still up and running youtube.com slash report or gerwick whatever it is i forgot what it is Go up there and check it out. We have all those interviews in the archive up there as well. I mean, I forgot my man Booker T. He did an interview here with the GRP as well. So go up there and check him out right now. YouTube.com slash And see, my man. We did a podcast. I think the last podcast we did was like somewhat in 2018. And we're now here in uh, 2019. And my God, man. I mean, we're on the, the heels of you know Fast Lane coming up. WrestleMania coming up after that. We got All Elite Wrestling. That's a lot of stuff going on, my man. I
0: was gonna say, what anything happened while we were gone? I'm, I'm just checking, I'm just asking.
1: Well, TNA uh, or Impact Wrestling, <laughs> they deleted all the Global Force Wrestling videos because they don't know how to go get a you know a server and all that. But you know, what are you gonna do?
0: They erased all the master copies.
1: That's what I heard, yeah. Erased all the master copy. So if I'm Jeff Jarrett mm. right now, WB Hall of Famer Jeff Jarrett, who also did an interview here yes, he on did. the GRP. And I pointed a question to Jeff when he did the interview with us. What the hell is Global Force Wrestling? <laughs> never really found out exactly what it, what it was and never will because the videos are gone. So, hey, what do you know? But, hey, you know, cheap plug, check out the Global Wrestling Network from Impact Wrestling. Very, very, very good. I've been watching all the Asylum years, going back to when the company showed a lot of promise with, you know, the alpha male, Monty Brown, and a young AJ Styles, and Jeff Jarrett, you know, ruling TNA. Very, very good stuff. So check it out, Global Wrestling Network. Very, very good.
0: Yeah, you just mentioned Monty Brown, and he just showed up at, what, a backstage at a WWE show, and I missed that guy, the, the pounce. The pounce! Wow, that guy was great.
1: Period. Hey, yeah. guy I can talk. Guy had a good look, but family comes first, and, and, and that's the reason why his career got cut short. But hey, you know what? Good to see him. He looks like he he could still probably go in there and do it right now. Absolutely. Yep.
0: Well, we've been away for a few months, and uh, you know, a few months. <laughs> Who's counting, Frank? Uh, you know, we've been gone for a blip or two. You know, uh, we've
1: been gone for a minute. Yeah. yeah last minute time we were two. on here, we we last time we were on here, we had a a WWE Hall of Famer on with us, Mr. Theodore Harlan. You know, but hey. Time's changed, my man.
0: Man, we've been blessed with a lot of WWE Hall of Famers.
1: Yes, we have.
0: And uh, would love to hook up again with uh, some of the guests of the past. Who knows? Maybe the Honky Tonk Man will come back.
1: Listen, he anointed me the fabulous one, all right? So hopefully he will come back. But I'm also advocating here, and a lot of people out there might disagree with me on this, but I'm also advocating that Eric Bischoff one day be in the WWE Hall of Fame. As well as Tony Schiavone, both guys should be in the Hall of Fame.
0: Both guys should be in the Hall of Fame over Tori Wilson.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't understand that one. I mean, her claim to fame really was um, TNA
0: tits and yeah, ass, right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> you know, shooting that ass out there on Nitro and Thunder and the pay-per-views, and then crossover to the WWF after the uh, the buyout. I mean. You know, I will say this about Tori. Tori was out there wrestling when the women's division wasn't really taken serious, so I, I'll give her that, but in no way is she a Hall of Famer at this stage, no. Not at all. But, here's the deal. You got China going in this year, okay? So, they, I guess they need another female to go in, I mean... There's a lot of other people that are more deserving, in my opinion. But at the end of the day, this is an Entertainment Hall of Fame, WWE Hall of Fame. It's not really the end-all, be-all. It's not really that big of a deal. So they want to put Tori in there? Go right ahead. I thought, honestly, this year we were going to get the NWO induction, all three members. But they went with DX instead.
0: Now, you were just telling me you were listening to some, another show, another podcast, where people were actually defending – And I'm not here to bag on Tori Wilson Because back in the day She was beautiful To to look at on TV Don't get me wrong And I I respect what she did in the ring Uh, Like you said, she did actually do matches in the ring But at the same time I mean, what is the justification? I I mean, I can think of Victoria I can think of Gail Kim There's a lot of, as you said, deserving women That should go ahead of Tori Wilson But what is the justification For putting her in right now?
1: I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, that one was uh, out of our field, honestly. Um, I I don't know. I really don't get that one. Um, Tori Wilson, to me, didn't really have that big of an impact in this business. No. I mean, when you go now to some of the, the best female workers, I mean, her name doesn't pop up. I mean, how many five-star classics did Tori Wilson have? I mean, she didn't.
0: How many you know, two-star matches did she have?
1: She didn't. <laughs> but you know, my, my, my thing is I respect anybody who has the uh, balls enough or, in her case, the ovaries to get in that ring and take a bump. But at the same time, is she deserving of being in the Hall of Fame? I don't think so, you know. And that's just – that's my personal opinion. And opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one, right? Absolutely. So, doesn't really matter what I think. Vince McMahon made the decision. He wants to put Tori in there. And, I mean, who knows more about Tory Wilson than Vince McMahon?
0: Wait a minute! They don't care what you think. I I thought they have a direct line to the show, don't they? I I think they're listening to every podcast we've ever done
1: in the past. Well, they know that if they had a a direct line to the show, that I get on them about the music, about the the music of the network. I mean, why the hell did you guys edit the music to WCW Saturday Night '92 and '93 episodes? I mean, what was the point of doing that? I don't, I don't get that. But that's just me.
0: Well, you know, I, I probably opened up a can of worms with Tori Wilson to start off the podcast. We haven't done a show in a while, but uh, this, of course, is the uh, 2019 class that will be inducted as part of the WrestleMania weekend, WrestleMania 35. I know they don't number them anymore officially, but uh, so far we've got what the Honky Tonk Man has been officially announced. Uh, we know DX is, is going to be the lead. We've heard the Hart Foundation will probably go in this year along with uh, you know Jimmy Hart, uh, uh, the Hart Foundation being uh, Bret Hart, and Jim the Anvil Neidhart, who just recently passed away. And there's all kinds of other rumors out there. But of the names announced, of the names rumored, we've heard Brutus Beefcake is probably a, pretty close to being a lock as well. Of the names we've heard, the names have circulated. How is this class looking for uh, 2019 so far?
1: Uh, Honestly? Very lackluster. This is uh, kind of a throwaway Hall of Fame. And I hate to say it like that because, you know, we've, they finally got Joni Lowry going in, taking her rightful place in the Hall of Fame. But it's a throwaway. I mean, China could have gotten in her, on her own. Yes. Um, I, I think it's too early for Triple H to go in myself. Um, I mean, the rumor was months ago that they were going to induct NWO. The, the threesome this year, Hogan, Hall, and Nash. That was the deal. And I don't care what anyone tells me. NWO had a bigger impact on his business than DX, period. All right. NWO versus DX, there there is no comparison with the groups. Okay? And now people will say, oh, they're click. You know, they're all No. No. When I look at DX... And that's one of the reasons why Triple H, at a certain point in his career, wanted to get out of that, because he knew that it could only go so far. You know? So I'm just, I'm not really feeling it. I get it. If it gets China in there, great. Happy for her, happy for her family. But why didn't you do it when she was alive? That's the thing that kills me with WWE and with wrestling in general. You You give these people praise after they die. Because they, they, they're no longer here to defend themselves uh, against your bullshit. So, as soon as China was found dead, all of a sudden now Stephanie wants to come out and Stephanie wants to say good things about China. Triple H wants to say good things about China. The company wants to say good things now about her. But when she was alive, you had nothing to do with her. I mean, the woman made a video trying to make amends with the whip and then you want to hear about it. Same thing now with King Kong Bundy. They want to say all these great things about King Kong Bundy. Well, where the hell were you when he was alive? When was the last time you saw King Kong Bundy on WWE television? You didn't. Same thing with Vader. Same thing. Vader says, I have two years to live. Okay? And then the guy dies. All of a sudden now, you know, Vader was this, Vader was that. And we're going to put up a whole network thing for Vader. Well why didn't you get why why didn't you induct one of the, the, the best big men ever in the business? Why didn't you do that when he was alive? Then Vader could have come out there and, and do a speech you know befitting of, of the introduction he gave to, to St. Hansen, you know, that year when St. Hansen went into the Hall of Fame. You know? So it is what it is. That it's just it's just the politics of the game. Anything to make WWE look good, that's what they're gonna do. So, whatever.
0: And Brutus Beefcake, uh, well, he's been on and off, on and off again with WWE. It seems like now he's at least made amends and he's in, in a better situation. He goes in the Hall of Fame. I know there's some that will say that he doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, but oh, know, I disagree. I disagree too. I think he belongs
1: in. I disagree. If you if you follow his career, okay, you know, started off as uh, Hogan's brother. You know, I think this is when they were in Memphis, right? Started off when he was Hogan's brother, okay, and then moving on to the WWF and doing what he did there. Um, he was tag team partners with Greg Valentine. They were managed by the brothers Johnny V.
0: The Dream Team.
1: The Dream Team. That's right. Okay, but then you go past that, you go to this guy not originally liking the gimmick, the barber, but made it work, got it over. Absolutely. I think if you if you if you really talk about Ed Leslie's career. In the hole. And where Ed Leslie's career t- kind of took a nosedive, it really, it, I mean, some people will say, well, he lost a lot of his momentum with the parasailing accident. That might be true. But I think his worst body of work has to be when he was a part of WCW. That's where he went downhill. Because him not being able to use the name Brutus the Barber Beefcake, I think that hurt him a lot. Because he went in as Brother Brutai. And then he was the Butcher. And then he was the Man with No Name. And then he was the Zodiac. And then the Booty Man. And then he was Disciple. So, yeah, as a WWF guy, yeah, he deserves being a Hall of Fame, absolutely. WCW, not so much. Although I have to say, when he came out as the Disciple, that Nitro, when they beat down Randy Savage... I had no idea who the hell he was. Well, that 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 look he had, that beard and the glasses—I didn't even know it was him.
0: Well, you know, you brought up uh, NWO and and DX, and if this was a WCW Hall of Fame, it would be NWO before DX. But this is Vince's Hall of Fame. I mean, we've talked about this before. At the end of the day, this is not a selection committee. This is not a vote. This is Vince McMahon, probably with Triple H. They sit down. Who do you want in? Who do you not want in? And a lot of times it's on Triple H to, to make amends, say, with Bruno San Martino, which, I mean, in re, in retrospective now, aren't, aren't you glad you made up with him because now along, we don't have Bruno anymore? And like you were saying with Vader, you know, we're never going to hear a Vader Hall of Fame speech. You know, they, they missed out on that opportunity, and and China's gone. And I, I'm glad China is a part of the DX Induction, but I do think she's still being slighted. And I understand that, you know, putting her out there as a entertainer, sports entertainer, China, eighth wonder of the world, was not going to work from their perspective. They still could have done it, a separate induction. Now, the question to me, Frank, is you, you have DX, and, and Triple H will obviously go in at some point as Triple H. Is he also going to get in with other factions? I mean, how many times is Triple H going to be in the WWE Hall of Fame?
1: Well, I mean, if you want to be <laughs> accurate about it, um, if you were to induct another faction he was a part of, you would have to honestly induct Evolution. Right. I think that's a Hall of Fame faction.
0: Yep.
1: A legitimate Hall of Fame faction, yeah. So I mean, and, 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 the thing, and, and the thing about it is is that you got, you know, when it comes back to Degeneration generation X, and I'm not discounting any of the, the members there. You know, I think that they're all the Hall of Fame deserving. And a lot of people will say, well, Sean Waltman, Fox, he, he does deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. And I look at him like, why the hell not? E- even if I don't personally care for the for the guy, I don't really care for Sean Waltman, especially after the interview that he did on this show. No, I don't care for the guy. But, you know, putting it into perspective, yes, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Because Waltman was doing stuff. Waltman was a, a little guy surviving in a big man's world. For a long time. Before he jumped over to WCW. The guy was a part of both factions. He was a part of the NWO and DX. But there's no way in hell, and, and this is all Triple H cause Triple H in, in his brain believes that DX had a bigger impact on his on his business than NWO did. And I'm sorry, man, that's not the case.
0: I mean Sean Waltman broke his body in the ring. He did. <laughs> I mean you know, go back to Tori Wilson. I mean yeah. it was mostly you know bra and panties matches well i mean that's when i think tori wilson that's mostly what i think of i remember the wcw run and i mean i think of a very beautiful woman beautiful body but i mean as far as a performer in the ring no promo i mean what's next stacy keebler she next too? i mean
1: i mean the one (laughs) that they should have been inducting this year if they wanted to pick somebody, it would have came between two women and I and or three women actually. And um yeah, it was never gonna happen. Um they could they, they had a choice of picking uh Nora Greenwald, Molly Holly. They could have they could have got Victoria or they could have got Gail Kim. Ones that actually went out there and bust their ass. Well, one of them is not gonna happen. Gail Kim. Gail Cam's not gonna happen for a while because Gail Kim, just like Frank D does Gail Kim goes out there and goes on Twitter and tells it like it is as far as the WWE and how they're basically full of shit when it comes to the women's division about how when she was there Stephanie never advocated for the women okay so all of a sudden now the women are their top priority and they're doing this and giving their own pay-per-view and the women's tag championships even though they had women's tag championships before but you know what I'm saying yeah they they don't it, it doesn't matter you know what I'm saying? So we fast forward to Victoria. Well, Victoria had a sex tape come out that was leaked a while back. Okay, so cross her out because that's Triple H says I, he, I don't need my my daughter's googling, you know, Victoria's sex tape and, and bringing it up and whatever. But well, we, why would your why would your kids be looking for porn?
0: <laughs> but they still have Ch- uh, Sonny in there, so right. Which, if you look up okay. Sunny, you're gonna find a lot of pictures too.
1: You're gonna find that farting sex tape.
0: <laughs> well, it is what it is.
1: Hey, I gotta give it to I gotta give it to, to my man uh, Missionary from Wrestling Soup, though. Um, you know, him and Joey Numbers, man, they did a, a really good review of that tape. It was funny <laughs> as hell.
0: I can only imagine.
1: <laughs> it was it was excellent. I'm, I'm just sitting back, you know, eating popcorn, just listening. And they and they rewinded it a couple of times. See when she farted, you know, or Dusty Rose would say she pooted, yeah. So
0: yeah, I was thinking Stacy Keebler. I don't think it goes in the Hall of Fame for Stacy Keebler's or legs, right? So that was
1: that was her thing. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, they they both came from the WCW, so I don't.
0: Right, know. so you know Frank D. That's that's WCW baby.
1: Yeah, I mean, Stacy 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 could dance. <laughs>
0: miss <laughs> Hancock
1: exactly you know
0: miss hancock
1: Wasn't she wasn't she uh, let's <laughs> say there she was managing um um Vending and Lodi weren't they like standards and practices or some shit like that
0: that that sounds familiar yeah. yeah
1: okay so there you go
0: and she was out there in that business suit with the mini skirt and, and the glasses and right
1: wow she looked good and back as, the day. In, in essence, you induct her simply for those reasons alone.
0: So that means like anybody from that era that did all that. I mean, what's Stacy Keebler showed her breast on a pay per view? Are they gonna put her in for that?
1: Um, you saw the yeah. pup, You got to sell the puppies. Yeah, you could. Well, they don't have puppies nowadays. <laughs> you can't. You can't do that. No one has puppies nowadays. WWE will not allow that to happen.
0: Well, Terry Reynolds, But I mean, Terry Reynolds could go on on her own. I mean, she deserves to be in the Hall of Fame.
1: Terry Runnels needs to go into the Hall of Fame for everything that New Jack says she did with him. She's going to do that.
0: And we're not. And we're, we're, we're not talking about Marlena here. We're
1: talking... Oh, we're talking about Terry Runnels. All the nasty shit that she does, we need to induct her for that.
0: Oh, boy, that's another can of worms.
1: Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so,
0: you know, going back to the Hall of Fame, though, with the women um, – what the women is, what yeah. is yeah the women as right. uh, Sa- Sasha banks would say but that's um, much Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean how do you we're getting more women in and I have no problem with women going in the Hall of Fame certainly uh, but how what is this uh, you said you know Victoria with maybe a sex tape that leaked out but and Gail Kim has said negative things about Uh, WWE and she is I guess she's working backstage with Impact or TNA as I would say so maybe she's out but when I think of women and I think of women wrestling especially in this era I think of Victoria I don't know how Victoria gets left out it seems like I know she's winding down her career I think she actually said this was going to be her final year in wrestling so maybe next year but she's got to be like if not this year, Frank, next year for sure, right? I would think so. Yeah,
1: you know, I mean, when I think of this era, as you, I think of you know Molly Holly, I think of Victoria, I think of Yale Kim, I think of Jazz. Yep. Okay, these are the people that I think of that were carrying that fledgling division. Then you had Tori Wilson doing Brian panties matches. Are the are getting inside the um, the the pool of pudding, and all that type of shit. That's what. I think about when it comes to Tori Wilson, okay? But if they want to put her in there, I got no problem. I just want to hear the reaction she's going to get when she comes out there.
0: And Jacqueline's already in the Hall of Fame, right? So
1: Jacqueline, Jacqueline took her place. Yeah. I mean, and, and, the, and the fact that Jazz is still doing it. Jazz is still out there performing right now. I believe the last time I saw Jazz do something, she was doing something for the uh, NWA.
0: Yeah, I think she's so, still the she women's was, champion.
1: She's the NWA women's champion, right? right? So she's still out there doing her thing. And she is one – she she is deserving. Jazz was doing stuff in ECW that no woman was doing. She's out there kicking ass. So why not put her in the Hall of Fame? There are more deserving people than her, and that's just how it is. And that's no slight against Tori Wilson. There's no disrespect no. to Tori Wilson. No. It's just telling the truth. There are more people that are deserving to be in that spot. I mean, when is Miss Elizabeth going to take her place? There's in, a – the
0: There's another name. Exactly. When you're talking women in wrestling, how is she not in there already?
1: Exactly. When is when is when is Cindy Lauper gonna take her spot? Yeah. In all of them. I mean who I mean what woman did more for this business than Cindy Lauper to help get the WWF off the ground into the 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 phenomenon, the monster that it would become? Cindy Lauper. The Rock and Wrestling Connection.
0: I mean, you have like Drew Carey and some of these other people in the celebrity wing. How is she not in? I mean, Snoop Dogg? Why wouldn't you put Cindy Lauper in a long time ago? Right. That seems strange. This- I, mean, why,
1: why, I mean, why is Regis Stillman not in all of it? If you want to talk about the celebrity wing, why is Regis Stillman not in there?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, why
1: is, Vanna, why is Vanna White not in?
0: I have no idea.
1: Hey, I mean, come on. I mean, and we just you know found out that Alex Trebek has you know stage four pancreatic cancer, hmm. you know, and he was um you know I I remember his uh, his segments at WrestleMania seven, you know I remember I was there at WrestleMania seven at the uh, Sports Arena, so I mean he's another one that could that could be in for for you know doing anything with this company.
0: Did, did you pay five dollars for a coke?
1: Well, my dad did, but he was a piece of shit, so. All
0: right. Well, there you go. Right. So, so overall, I kind of agree. Uh, Lackluster Hall of Fame class, and, I mean, I'm a huge Honky Tonk Man fan. I mean, to me, he has been deserving of this honor for a long time. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but let me stop you for a minute right there. Let me say something real quick about the Honky Talk Man going in. Because this, I don't know if you've seen this or not, because people are breaking this up, right? So years and years ago, Honky Talk Man did a shoot interview, the YouTube uh, You Shoot series with KFA Commentaries, where Honky said, that Hall of Fame is a bunch of bullshit. That's what he said. He says you get a you get a pay you get a decent pay. He says Paul Orndorff says you get a decent pay, you get a nice hotel, and you get a 35-hour plaque that he left in the hotel room. (laughs) So they're saying, well, how can Hockey Talk man go and all of a sudden now be in Hall of Fame? It's simple. It's time. Just because a person felt that way before doesn't necessarily mean they feel that way now.
0: Because you can't have a WWE Hall of Fame without the Honky Tonk
1: Man. Exactly. Just like you have, like, pretty much, like, Randy Savage is in there. He's deserving. You got Warrior in there. You got Mach in there. Yeah, Honky Tonk Man deserves to be in there. <laughs> that that was. Just like Brutus Beefcake deserves to be in there, in my opinion. Okay? Then we get to the delicacy, see The delicacy here of the Heart Foundation. And... I know what a lot of people are saying out there. I know what a lot of people are thinking. If you want to induct the Hart Foundation, why didn't you induct the 97 version of the Hart Foundation? With the boy. Ah, yes. And, and, and Yes. Owen. yes. And, and here's the problem with that. I just mentioned it Owen. Because they're never going to induct Owen without Martha's blessing. Any other wrestling hall of fame can induct Owen, and, and as we saw. She'll take pictures with the plaque and all that, and she's very proud of that. She does nothing with WWE. Never going to happen.
0: That's sad.
1: That's right. really sad. But my thing is, hey, if you're going to induct the Hart Foundation with, with Jimmy and and and, and, and Brett, well, why the hell are you not putting Danny Davis in that?
0: Well, you just brought up another glaring name. I mean, you, you know the the politics behind Owen
1: Hart, but British
0: Bulldog, where the hell is he?
1: I, I don't know what's up with that. I what has taken so long? I, I, I see all these videos on Facebook about this person you know, signs a petition for yeah. the Bulldog. I've seen David Hasselhoff make a video saying he signed it. Christian has signed it. Booker T has signed it. Brad Hart has signed it. All these different people. I don't understand the, the situation with the British Bulldog at all. Don't get it.
0: And what, Dynamite, Dynamite Kid just passed away. You could put the British Bulldogs in the Hall of Fame.
1: That's yeah, not gonna happen. That's yeah. That's sad. Won't that's really sad. That won't happen. Even though I think Dynamite Kid should go in. Him and Davey, yeah. But Dynamite Kid was just not a was not a good person out here overall.
0: But it, you're honoring their career. It doesn't matter what their personality is. That, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean you
1: that, got the ultimate I, warrior in there.
0: I mean, it does matter with personalities because again it goes back to vince and trips right so who whoever they want to put in but if we're talking about wrestling i mean here wrestling i know it's like a dirty word anymore wrestling but i mean tori wilson wasn't a wrestler she's going in the ww hall of fame mm-hmm. but you had somebody like dynamite kid who was a wrestler the british bulldog was a wrestler right why aren't they in the hall of fame or wrestling hall of fame i I, I think it's still a wrestling Hall of Fame, isn't it?
1: Bull, bull, bulldog is a mystery to me. Yeah, that's a mystery to me. I don't, I don't understand that one. I think like this year with Brett and and Neidhart going in, you probably could make a case for Bulldog. I mean, I don't, I don't get it, man. I don't understand that one. Strange. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. very strange.
0: You know, we were talking about the ladies. Uh, the, uh, the the pay-per-view schedule actually came out for the rest of 2019, and there is no all-women's pay-per-view this year. At least, it's, you know, cards subject to change, schedules subject to change. You saw the uh, pay-per-view last year, the all-women's pay-per-view. Is that something they should do again?
1: No. Nope. Because <clears throat> if they were to do that, then where's the all-male pay-per-view? <laughs> I'm offended.
0: You you could say that most of the pay per views are all men's pay per views until yeah, pay-per-views. but they got you can't
1: say it because you got you got the women's championship being defended. You're going to have now the women's side team championships being defended. Where 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 where's the men's pay per view at? The all men show, huh?
0: What do you think about it all the all women's battle royal every year now
1: at the Royal Rumble? Yeah. I think that it's okay. I think it's a good idea to do that. I think that their championship is also something that's important on pay-per-view. I think it, it is showing this year that the Universal Championship has taken a complete back seat to what's going on with Becky, Rhonda, and Charlotte. The man? Yeah, the man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Frank, we've been gone, and we come back, and, and Becky's the man.
1: How'd yeah, how about that? We've been gone as long as we have, and Becky's a man
0: now. Last, last I checked, she was a woman. How'd she become yeah. the man?
1: The man? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's just it's pretty lame. And then people say all the time, <laughs> "Oh, she's Stone Cold Steve Austin now." Yeah, okay. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. Okay.
0: Stone Cold Steve Austin. What?
1: She, yeah, she's Stone Cold Steve Austin.
0: How they get that comparison?
1: I, I don't know. Oh my god. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't get that. But yeah, she's Austin. Okay so yeah okay
0: (laughs) but i mean now we had an all women's pay-per-view last year we've got this year was what the second women's battle royal at the royal rumble right we just crowned tag team champions at the elimination chamber right is it too much i mean I, i don't know what your what's your opinion of you know tag team division in women's wrestling is there enough women's wrestlers to actually carry a women's division
1: I think that there is. Yeah, I think there is. I think that they need the tag team championships a long time ago because you can't have everyone fighting for the women's title. You but, gotta have everybody. You gotta have all these other females doing something.
0: But you have okay. two titles, right?
1: You have two titles, and it's yeah. funny—you got uh, two SmackDown wrestlers, Charlotte and Becky, going for the Raw Women's Championship. Huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> How'd that happen?
1: I don't know. That, that's interesting. Meanwhile, Oscar, who is the women's champion on SmackDown, doesn't have an opponent.
0: Yeah, that is, that is strange.
1: Yeah.
0: It probably won't be Mandy
1: Rose. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not.
0: Probably not.
1: My goodness, is she? Uh, she? She's glorious to look at.
0: She's like a modern day Tori Wilson. There you go. Although, I guess in. Her defense is she went to wrestling school, and she knows how to wrestle. I don't think Tori ever really formally went to a wrestling
1: school. I think that she might have done some things. The power think, plant maybe, right? The power plant maybe, yeah. but I think maybe Fit Finley was training some of the, the females.
0: But it's not like it's not like uh, uh, going to a wrestling school. I mean,
1: the it's power, not the performance center.
0: Yeah, I mean, the power plant, they would take somebody to train for a match, DDP down there, whatever, but... I mean, I'm not talking like six months, eight months, 12 months of actual training to be an accomplished wrestler in the ring.
1: Well, I call it a performance center power plant. It was essentially that's all it is. I mean, Triple H took the idea he saw when he was at WCW and brought it into fruition but made it better, you know. So, I mean, a lot of the girls today are, are just – the division is a lot better than what it was. But I want to tell you something, Steve. It's just basically kind of crazy to me. Since we've been gone, just how far down the pole, even though they're the tag team champions, but just how far down Sasha Banks and Baby have fallen. Really? Hell yeah, man. I mean, yeah, they're the tag team champions and all that. That's great. But my God, Sasha Banks at one point, she was the boss. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she was the boss. She was the woman. You know the women's champion and all of that. And it's like, my goodness, like what the hell happened?
0: I don't know, but oh, <laughs> I mean, this year we saw a woman, a woman, yeah, a woman in the men's battle royal, the uh, Royal Rumble. What'd you think of uh, Nia Jackson there?
1: Nia, uh, I think that was uh, that was a pretty cool spot. I mean, people like lost their shit when they saw it happen but I, but they didn't grow up knowing the action era when females would get hit with guitars over the head and, you know, go out there and get with the men. Uh, I, I actually liked it, but I guess Mattel didn't. No? Nope. So, yeah, Mattel didn't like that. So they said, no, 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 no. No women in the ring with men. Okay, we won't do that again. For now. Well, for now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but how can you... Well, Becky's the man. She's the oh, yeah. man.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Figure that <laughs> but, one out.
1: But Nia went out there and she just ran over everybody. I mean, that that's spot. She did with she other uh, named Mustafa Ali. Brilliant.
0: What do you think of? Uh, I know it's boy. What is it like? Maybe five weeks now to WrestleMania. Yeah. Do you feel? I, I know we we've done this before in the in the past with our podcast. Do you do you feel a WrestleMania buzz? Do you feel?
1: I don't know. I
0: mean, I don't even know oh. what what's going to be – what's at this show?
1: What, I don't know. I don't feel a buzz for anything. They they talked about – the last time I actually really watched the product, they were talking about this new era where the fans are the authority. Well, we all know that's a bunch of bullshit. But nonetheless, I don't feel any buzz about WrestleMania. I don't feel a buzz about nothing.
0: I mean, what is there to look forward to?
1: I, I don't know. I mean, what
0: are they building towards? I mean, well, oh, I know uh, uh,
1: Batista's back, but – Woofy do! <laughs>
0: oh, Batista's back.
1: Yeah, Batista's back to get that that one match with Triple H, and it's gonna suck. And then you got you know Seth and, and and Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship match, and this is gonna be a bunch of suplexes. Probably, uh, probably what a Roman Reign heel turn.
0: But you were saying on the on, on the positive side, not to be all negative, but. They might have something with Kofi Kingston here.
1: I think that Kofi Kingston just might become the WWE champion. And, and I'm one of those people, listen, here's the bottom line, okay? Yeah, The Rock is black and Samoan. Yes, and he was WWE champion, absolutely. But a lot of people don't count him as the black champion because Rock celebrates his Samoan side more than he does his black side. Now you look at the World Heavyweight Championship, they look at, you know, Mark Henry, Booker T, and all these guys, and they'll say, well, Vince has had black champions. I mean, look at the world title. Not the same thing. Not the same thing. The world title was a belt that came from the WCW, and when you look at the WWE Championship, not the same thing.
0: And what do you make of this new uh, championship belt that Daniel Bryan has?
1: Um, I think it's I think it's it's a pretty good idea. I think it's a tremendous heel
0: Do you like it? I know you're a, you're kind of a mark for you know championship belts. Do you have a replica already?
1: Uh, I don't have a replica of that. No, and I won't be getting one.
0: Not not that <laughs> big of a fan.
1: <laughs> not that big of a fan of it, but I think it's I think it's great for the interim. Um, I'm not i I've really never really been a big Daniel Bryan fan. But I'm digging his his current character. It reminds me of CM Punk What Punk was being the straight edge savior years ago. That's what it reminds me of. So I'm, I'm actually digging it. What I don't understand though is that you had Harper and Rowan out there as the Bludgeon Brothers, and now all of a sudden now we don't have them anymore. We just have them. Uh, we got you know Rowan rolling around with uh, DB
0: and something we would typically look forward to every year at WrestleMania would be The Undertaker in some form, but no Undertaker this year either.
1: Uh, he might make an appearance, but I know that you know, they're they're pretty pissed about him appearing as sarcastic because Vince believes that he has something to do with AEW, which it doesn't. It's two separate entities.
0: Well, Vince has to be pissed off about something, doesn't he? Oh,
1: well, yeah, but he's, he's really mad about that.
0: Oh, oh and the story... The story, I think you might have linked it out on our uh, Facebook discussion group, which I think you can go to Girlwick Report on Facebook. You can find our, our Facebook group; it's still there. <laughs> Vince is very upset with the creative direction in WWE. Right. The, 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 these stories always amaze me. That you know, Vince is there what every week for the shows. He's there with his headset. He's there for the pay per views. But I don't know, Frank. One day he just kind of said, eh, "I don't know." The, I'm not very happy with the product right now. Right. So then we go out and we hire Dana Warrior and we hire Bruce Pritchard and we bring <laughs> – we're going to change up the direction. We're going to change up the flavor in WWE.
1: I mean, what do, you, what do you think about Dana Warrior becoming part of the team?
0: Uh, it reminds me a lot of uh, – remember years ago in TNA when it was Christy Hemme was on the booking committee? Right. I mean, what, what does she have to offer? I'm not saying she's not intelligent and she couldn't have ideas, but what is she really going to offer? And and, and if she offers anything of any value, are they going to listen and and implement them into their scheme? Well, well, well,
1: well, Well, Steve, you know, it's funny because she became a part of the creative team. She actually asked for this position. And you know what her qualifications were for having this position? She wrote a blog? She used to have a diary. Oh, she,
0: third grade, right?
1: Yeah, she wrote a diary. So, if so I were... that automatically, that gets her. So my thing is this, my <laughs> man. You have been running Gerwig.net since 97. Okay? Yeah. You used to write columns you know, in, your, in your local paper about sports entertainment. Right. Wouldn't that qualify you to be on the WWE creative team?
0: Five years. I was a syndicated wrestling columnist.
1: Exactly. But no, we you can't know. Hell no. Yeah, you well... can't do that. I wrote a column every week for... It doesn't matter. You didn't keep a diary. (laughs) Oh,
0: I forgot the diary.
1: Yeah, you didn't keep that.
0: That was my key into the company was that
1: diary. Exactly. And you bring up, you know, Bruce Prichard and all these guys. I mean, I'm just reading right now as we're doing the podcast, uh, Mike Johnson is reporting that Jeff Jarrett has been promoted to the creative team.
0: Well, I mean, if I was running a wrestling company... I would want Jeff Jarrett on the writing team.
1: Absolutely.
0: I mean, Why? come on. He's a
1: multiple-time world champion. Um, He's he been in had, ter- how many he, territories? Exactly. had his own territory at one point. Okay? Why not, right? Why not? He- I just find it funny that you got Jarrett there. You got uh, Abyss there. <laughs> you know, Joseph Parks. You got all these TNA guys that are not working at WWE. The Hurricane? Hurricane Helms.
0: Sanjay Dutt.
1: Sanjay Dutt. Yeah. All these guys working backstage. So Vince has a lot of good talent, a lot of great minds back there working behind the scenes at WWE. And I can only assume their product is going to probably get better, okay? I mean, especially if you got Bruce Prichard there. But I wonder what Bruce Prichard's role necessarily is going to be in the company, because Bruce has had a revitalization um, in his career, thanks to Conrad Thompson and Something to Wrestle with Bruce Prichard, the podcast. You know they do live shows and all that. Hey, I, I subscribe to Shani's podcast. What happened when with Tony Shani and eighty three weeks with Eric Bischoff? So,
0: What, is Bruce gonna hang it up now that he's with WWE? I,
1: I don't. I don't think he will. I mean, okay. hell, I don't think so. I mean, but they're, they're, I'm just wondering, you know, how that's gonna work with his schedule. As far as uh, is he gonna continue to do the podcast? You do the podcast on the a limited basis. I, is he going to be so open moving forward now that he's back in the the, the whip? The whip? Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, I've heard that one in a while. The whip? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Come on, yeah, you know, I, I, Steve. I, I didn't forget where I, I came <laughs> from. It will always be the whip.
0: Got to have your stick. now. Come on.
1: It's so my shtick. <laughs> it's like Dead Brand was my shtick.
0: But... Uh, I don't know. This one kind of really flew under the radar. It, it was one that didn't get a lot of... I mean, it was reported, but it didn't really fly with discussion boards and podcasts. And But, I mean, Abyss leaving TNA. I mean, he was like the heart and soul. I mean, he had been there since, like, the beginning. He was in their Hall of Fame. He did all those uh, thumbtack matches, hardcore matches. I mean, he was a staple of TNA. And then works backstage for WWE now and it's just
1: uh bro, I gotta be honest with you, okay. Um Abyss was not the heart and soul of no,
0: TNA. Okay, maybe the just... heart and
1: soul of TNA was one Jeff Jarrett.
0: But he had been there since
1: he Star had, Star, right, right he had been there, exactly. I, I would st- say Okay, maybe uh, a staple
0: it's... a staple of the country. He was a franchise player. Yes.
1: Of TNA, that's, okay?
0: That's
1: what I meant, yeah. Yeah, he's a franchise player. It's no different yeah. than what Sting was for WCW. Okay, that's what Abyss was. But I knew the problems at TNA were going on the moment that Jeff Jarrett walked away and AJ Styles walked away. I yeah. knew shit hit the fan when AJ left. That was it. That Actually, that was around the time I stopped watching the promotion at that point, when I, I, AJ was gone.
0: I don't even know how they're still around, honestly. I know they got sold. We know all the things that Dixie did with that company that were not very positive, not, not exactly engaging for the business. Right. They've gone from Spike Television to Destination America right to Pop TV to Pursuit. Right. I mean, you're going down every time. They have announced another pay-per-view, I think in April, I think it is, Right. Honestly, Frank, how do you – if you're TNA right now, and I know people – it's not TNA anymore. Well, it's always going to be TNA to me, okay? It's it's ingrained. It, it, it's been TNA for so long, it's TNA, okay? Right. Call, call, call it what it is. Right. TNA has been around. Okay, so they announce they're going to run a pay-per-view, and it's like they're on the traditional pay-per-view, right? They're on – direct tv or dish network or whatever you pay the old way of ordering a pay-per-view frank is you either go on your on your computer or you call the phone number or whatever and order a pay-per-view i don't know i don't know if you can order by phone anymore <laughs> probably can but you you let your you let your provider know you want to order the tna pay-per-view so they announced they're going to run another pay-per-view they'll run another pay-per-view at the end of the year as well you know slam anniversary or bound for glory again but i don't know frank isn't the idea of running a pay-per-view to make money. And when I look at TNA, who do they have and what do they offer that would entice me to pl- plunk down 39.95 or 49.95 or whatever they're costing today. I mean, I don't even know cuz I haven't ordered one of those traditional pay-per-views in so long cuz you know everything's 9.99 now, but which is another point. I mean, you can get any of the WWE shows for 9.99, but no they expect you to pay thirty nine ninety five or forty nine ninety five or was it on HD, maybe more than that, I don't know. But they're expecting you to plunk down fifty bucks essentially to order their show where their roster is totally in flux. People are coming and going all the time. Austin Aries, I guess, is gone now too. They have lesser known talent. I'm not I'm not here to diss the talent. I mean they certainly have talented guys, but they're not name players, they're not over uh they have you know cult followings certainly and i know hey, there's tna fans out there i understand that but if i'm this company am i going to announce in april i'm, I'm going to have another pay-per-view because the idea of running a show is to make money and are they going to draw a house I mean, we've seen the years of tna drawing really poor houses are they going to draw a house and are they going to draw money on pay-per-view and then, frank i i just scratched my head thinking here comes another TNA show that nobody cares about.
1: Well, I mean, here's the thing. All the the talent that they could have used are already now in WWE. So, I mean, if they were ever to have some kind of like an anniversary type of show or whatever, they really can't use anybody at WWE to come back and talk about TNA and everything like that. Okay. Um, I'm not understanding why Impact Wrestling didn't say we're going to produce this show and it's going to be on the Global Wrestling Network, and you can order it for the subscription price. Why they're not promoting their stuff like WWE does? I know WWE still does traditional pay per view, but the majority of their pay per view business comes from the network.
0: Nine ninety nine.
1: Exactly, and they they have a, a niche market there. They know, and and they're in for the network for the long haul. That's their thing. They like to be transmitters in the in, the, in the television industry, so they're 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 they're. they're Content is up there with Netflix and and Hulu and all that. So the network's not going anywhere. Global Wrestling Network is what Impact Wrestling TNA offers. And I think it's a great service. And it has not just TNA footage, but it also has footage from other promotions. You know, you got Championship Wrestling from Hollywood on there. Um, Why they don't present this on there, I don't understand that. Why they are not presenting this on the Fight Network app, I don't understand it as, as well. I don't get it. That's,
0: um, that's a great the, point. Why not offer it to your subscribers on your network as a, as a selling point to say, "Hey, I mean, the whole thing was remember originally with WWE was okay, they're going to get to pay for you, but you won't get WrestleMania on the WWE network. Well, you do get the you get, you get WrestleMania with the WWE network,
1: right? So you get the, you get the their biggest get show
0: for nine ninety. You get the biggest show of the year for nine ninety nine. Or
1: if you sign up for free for free for a thirty day for, trial, you right. get it for
0: free. You get the Royal Rumble for free." Yeah, because
1: they're they're not banking anymore on pay-per-view. They're banking about how much money they can actually make from the city that they're going to be in. You know what I'm saying? That's where WrestleMania is at today. The brand sells itself, you know? but I, I didn't, I I didn't mean, even it, watch it's... WrestleMania last year, so, you know, that's how much I keep <laughs> up with.
0: You know, Impact doesn't tour. Right. They have no merchandise.
1: That right, they goes. don't. They really don't. I they went don't. on the website every day of uh, Impact Wrestling just just to see what they had there, and um, you know a lot of people are you know don't like their their brand of music. I, I I think Del Oliver did okay over there with some songs. I went up there looking for a couple, and I'm like, wow, they have no music section on this at all. It's like while well, WWE is taking a lot of the Jim Johnson music that he did, and they come out with uh, albums like every other month they're called WWE Uncaged and it's basically tracks that he's done over the years so you'll get you know the Triple H um, higher brain Pattern slash my time instrumental you'll get a a bunch of different uh, you know bumpers from different pay-per-views wherever he's done that's what that is so why isn't TNA or Impact Wrestling taking advantage of that market that wants old stuff and putting out there for sale why not say hey listen Slammiversary is coming up It's going to be on the Global Wrestling Network, and you can get it for this price or sign up 30 days for free. Why not actually make a deal with WWE and say, hey, can we put this show on your platform? Why not do that?
0: I mean, I am all for competition. I'm all for having as many competitors to WWE. I know maybe that's not really the right word to use, a competitor, but, I mean, they're – they're in, the same, they're in the same business as WWE.
1: You're looking for alternatives.
0: Alternatives. I'm all for alternatives, but at the same time, I I shudder to think this this brand that they offer is. I mean, it's on what? It's on Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, I think, right? Pursuit.
1: Maybe. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, who's watching wrest? Who's watching wrestling on a Friday night at 10 p.m. I I mean uh, we saw one week Frank, where they had twelve thousand viewers on Pursuit, twelve thousand.
1: You know what? It's a different it's a different time. I back
0: I I, you I, was, ask, you I get it. Over Twenty yeah, years I, ago, I get it. Yeah, I get it.
1: 20, twenty over twenty years ago, there would be, you know, people watching wrestling at ten p.m. on Friday.
0: I mean back oh, in day, yeah. we'd have eight eight point ratings in in WWE and or you WWF really, and WCW. You, yeah.
1: Do you really believe that though? Well. Uh, what? Do you believe the fan? Do you believe, honestly, looking at it from now, looking <laughs> at it right now, do you believe that the fan base for the wrestling business was that big as they say it was?
0: Are you gonna Are you gonna doubt Nielsen ratings? Hell yeah! You're gonna question the authority when it comes to TV viewership.
1: Yeah, actually, I am.
0: Well, I, I'm off, I'm with you there, buddy.
1: I didn't have one of those. Some Nielsen of these boxes. numbers
0: like <laughs> uh, totally baffle me.
1: I didn't have a Nielsen box in my house. I,
0: and all my life, Frank, I never knew anybody that had a box in their house. Did you know anybody that had a box in their house? No. No. Did I you, know,
1: did, that you know, did, did you know
0: did you know of anybody that did know someone that had a box in their house?
1: No. No, absolutely not. I just knew people that had black boxes that could steal the pay-per-views. That's what I knew. I
0: mean, today it's so easy. I mean, right. I mean they 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 watch everything you do anyways. They know every show you download. They know every transaction. They know every every click on on your computer. So yeah, today would be easy, but back in the day, I don't know. I don't know how they got these numbers.
1: I, I don't know. I, I, I just no don't idea. think the wrestling audience was was that big as they think it, as they think it was. I think because you have people that says, "Well, I've been watching wrestling for over thirty five years. I'm still here. Cool." You know what I'm saying? They're still there. So I just, I mean, I don't i don't know, man. It's just, I, I don't really think that, I mean, yeah, you have a lot of people that are watching wrestling, but you also have a lot of people that were in that era that grew up like myself that have gotten older and we got families now and all this other shit. And we still occasionally watch wrestling every now and again, but we never really left. We're still here. Well,
0: I, I don't know if the, back in the day, Frank, if the, if the Monday Night Wars, if all those numbers were accurate, but you know, it was a totally different time when people so, were I mean, talking about was, wrestling. You had people yeah, walking around with T-shirts, and then Monday at school, or at work, that you were talking about what was on wrestling, or what's going to be on the show tonight?
1: Yeah, I now, mean now I there's s- no there's s- no buzz.
0: No I, buzz. Still wear, I
1: still go out now, and i will wear my NWO T-shirt.
0: I mean, it's five weeks from WrestleMania. Where's the buzz? Where no, was I, the Where was the buzz last year?
1: I don't know. I, I definitely didn't watch last year.
0: And now, let, let, let's let talk about it right here as we kind of transition away. I mean, yeah. there's another wrestling company coming on the scene. Yeah. And where's the audience? Where's it going to come from? I mean, the, we go back in the time and we look at WCW crowd. We look at the numbers they had. I mean, I know we dispute WCW numbers in terms of ratings, but they had an audience. WCW had, it into the dying day, WCW had an audience. They were watching the show. There was I had, One of my best friends would only watch WCW. Even in its dying day, would not turn over to WWF. They watched WCW until it went off the air. Vince bought it. They turned it off. So WCW had its audience. But today, where is the audience for wrestling? We know WWE, whatever the viewership is, 2, 3 million viewers a week. We know where it was in the past. We talk. We talk about 5.0 ratings, 6.0 ratings. Certainly, it's way, way down. The viewership is way, way down, even for for Impact Wrestling. Okay, so we have that said. Now another wrestling group is coming along. Cody Rhodes. Uh, All Elite Wrestling has is backed by the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's certainly money. We just saw the Forbes list where the owner is what seven million, seven billion dollars. Vince is about $3 billion. So you say, oh, he's got twice as much money, whatever. Whatever that means. I mean, it's not means he's, he's going to sink $7 billion into wrestling. But we got a new company. They had the press conference. They're going to run a show in May. I think they got another show in July. As of today, they don't have a television deal. We know they have uh, Chris Jericho. They have Billy Gunn. They have uh, Kenny Omega, which was the biggest free agent. And from all reports, WWE really wanted him. They have the Young Bucks. Uh, they have Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, etc. Um, they have a women's division. They're going to try to compete. They're going to try to compete. Um, and Chris Jericho turning down WrestleMania or doing the TNA thing, they kind of did the, almost a crossover with, uh, with uh, Chris uh, Jericho Cruz. He went with All Elite Wrestling. And it seemed like he only would have went there because they've got the backing, they've got some the money. Um, they're serious this isn't just a fly-by-night operation they've got some money they've got wrestling people um but they don't as of today we talk they don't have a television deal um they're, they've announced some shows they've announced their talent we you know we know the talent roster at least most of it um 2019 frank they come on the scene now What do you think of their business operation, their plan? You know, you were talking about Global Force Wrestling before. And we had Jeff Jarrett on this show trying to figure out what was Global Force Wrestling. We really never got an answer. But today, we have an answer for what all elite wrestling is or what it's supposed to be. You know the talent. You know the business. You know the ownership. Where do you think they are, and how do you think they'll do uh, moving forward?
1: Well, obviously, the big thing is going to be the TV deal. Everybody wants to know what network they're going to end up on. And for what I've been reading, there's you know, a lot of big-time networks. Um, the, the biggest rumor of them all, Steve, was that they were going to get into um, some type of a business relationship with the Turner Networks, which would have been TNT and TBS. That's what people were saying.
0: 605? Um, I don't know. That would I mean, be interesting.
1: <laughs> you know, the, the thing about it was that TNT, from what I understood, TNT was trying to change direction as um, from what they from what they are right now into something else. And um, there's been rumors for a while now. I mean, I've heard Billy, uh, Billy Corrigan was trying to get the NWA on TBS. So could the Turner Networks be moving back into the sports entertainment wrestling game? I don't know. But Chris Jericho says that he would never have signed with the company unless he knew for a fact that they had a very good TV deal. Okay? And that's all good to have a TV deal because you want to have that TV contract. You want to have them paying you for the content. Great. But as we have seen, TV rights fees is one thing, but uh, the AEW needs to also get their streaming services on point and on par. That's where TV's going, okay? A lot of people are cutting the cord. A lot of people are not even dealing with direct TV and, and dish network anymore. It's all about the streaming capability. It's all about, I got this app, this app, this app. It's a lot easier for me to navigate. This ain't going with traditional cable, satellite, whatever, and having, oh, dude, is this channel on my package and all this other shit. So I think moving forward, um, they're not going to be competition events. They're just going to be an alternative to them. If people are actually thinking that they're going to come out here and and nail one out of the park right away, you, that's not going to happen. You have AEW versus the 800-pound gorilla in the cage. And you don't want to mess with the 800-pound gorilla because the 800-pound gorilla is going to stomp your ass out. And that's what WB is. They're this big phenomenon, worldwide lucrative phenomenon, okay? They make money in Saudi Arabia. You understand? So, They got a huge global following, all right, and they have some of the top well-known, recognized superstars in the industry working for them. Where where AEW is going to have to go on, they're going to have to go on to um, taking the talent that they have, which is the Elite, and making that brand as big as they possibly can. You got Chris Jericho there, cool, but who else do you have? Who else do you have that's going to make these WWE fans look over there? and turn over and say, like, we we need somebody that's going to be a big impact and a big deal. And honestly, people can disagree with this all they want, don't really care, is my opinion. The one person that they could probably get that's going to make an immediate impact, immediate splash over there, but I'm pretty sure he's not interested in wrestling, would be CM Punk.
0: No, I think he's done.
1: I think he's done, that's why I say. But he would be the only person out there, the only name that they could get. That would make a deal. That would make a big deal. That would make you know all those CM Punk fans be like, oh, shit, CM Punk's wrestling over here. So let's go check out what's going on over here.
0: Well, you mentioned him to me before we did the podcast. Uh-huh. What do you think about that possibility? <laughs> you know, we were just throwing names around. Ronda Rousey looks like she's leaving WWE.
1: I don't think Ronda's going to go over there. Mm-mm. No, I think Ronda is going to take a break from, from uh, wrestling. I think Ronda's going to go do our family thing and should be back.
0: Well, the real question really is okay, you have the money, you have the backing. When do you start getting into competition with Vince for his talent? Now, Vince has been pretty much proactive to sign guys to longer deals that, mm-hmm. he, that he wants to keep, but when does somebody, okay, we've heard the name Dean Ambrose.
1: You know, April I don't think Hopefully he's leaving. I think it's a work. You think he's staying? I think he's saying it's a work. I think everybody's being works. I, I when I when I look at this angle, I look. I, it looks so much like the CM Punk angle, where Punk was leaving, and then all of a sudden at the last minute he signs a contract and gets what he wanted. I think that's what they're doing with Ambrose. I think they got bigger plans for Ambrose. I don't really think he's leaving. WWE has been too forthcoming with information as far as talent contracts, and this is stuff that they normally don't do. So when they do things like this, I get suspect. As far as why are they doing it?
0: And, of course, the Shield just got back together for the 47th time.
1: Yeah, and don't anybody bring up the <laughs> NWO to me again. All right, let's look, let's, let's look at the NWO for a second, then we'll get to the Shield. The NWO only had a couple of runs, all right? The NWO had the first run with the black and white, all right? Then they had the Wolfpack. Mind you, that's all around the same time, okay? Then they had the NWO 2000. Then they had the WWE's, WWE's run, all right? That's all the NWO ever did. People talk about the the members. How many members they had. It doesn't matter. How many damn times are we going to see The Shield? I'm sick and tired of seeing The Shield. They're, they don't, I mean, yeah, I'm tired of seeing The Shield. I'm just, I've had <laughs> enough of it. They, they're not that big of a deal to me. All right? They're not.
0: Well, I Frank, get why
1: people, I mean, I get why people would, why, why they are, but I don't give a shit about The Shield. I don't see it myself.
0: It's a because big it, it's a big deal because we don't do factions
1: anymore. Yeah, that right. Well, that's I guess that's why it's a big deal to some I guess. People.
0: I mean what factions have we seen in recent years to even compete with the SHIELD? So
1: Hey, what whatever happened to to, to uh Anderson and Gallows anyways?
0: Uh I think they're in limbo.
1: Yeah, what what happened with that? <laughs> you know, they I mean they came in, they came right right in at the at the tail end of the bullet club and everything they were doing over in new Japan they come in with with a j and they're the club, and I'm thinking okay w b could do something with this but w b also has the n w o they own the rights to that, so they don't want to do that. maybe they can just make them the n w o or something something cool nothing
0: well you know it's interesting because you're all hearing these rumors that such and such talent is looking to get out of their deal or 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 they wouldn't mind if they got released. we saw. You know, a handful of guys got released. Uh, Ty Dillinger, which I don't, I don't know if he'd mean anything to them. Probably not. But you had like the revival. Okay, they were they were done. They were through. They were they were upset. You know, we're gonna sit out our contract. And then they get the tag team titles. And then the Usos.
1: <laughs> one
0: they- one gets arrested, and then they they win the tag team championships. Uh, do we think these are coincidences, or do you think, you know, Vince is trying to keep his talent happy right now?
1: I think Vince is trying to keep his talent happy because the last thing that Vince wants out there in the media, especially when you're a publicly traded company, is that your talent is unhappy. You don't want that. It's bad for the company. So let's just give these guys something to shut them up until we get over this next conference call.
0: You, you know, that's that's a real bad precedence to set, though.
1: Hey.
0: All I got to do is bitch and complain and I, I get a tag t- championship or I get a raise tomorrow.
1: Hey, well, isn't that? I mean, isn't that what a lot of guys did over at, at Turner? Yeah, well, yeah, I guess they did. Yeah, I mean, they did, right? Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, that's what. That's what a lot of guys. They, 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 you know, Hogan. They claim Hogan pulled his creative control contract off this, you know, all these different guys. Which I don't know there's some no evidence of that, but you know.
0: Yeah, and I think since we've been talking, what Hulk Hogan is back in the WWE Good Graces, and in fact, he was at the. Uh, WrestleMania 36 press conference today. Officially, WrestleMania will be in April of next year in Tampa. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? We, we we talked about Hogan before. Everything I know, he had some situation with Mark Henry. You know, you smooth everything over. Is everything over now with with Hogan? Is it is everything I would hope over? that
1: it is. I mean, if people are still on this shit. I mean, you get a life. I mean, seriously. It, I would hope that I would hope that it is because my thing is that okay. I mean. We're still on this Hogan thing. We're still want to talk about Hogan, 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 but we don't talk about Flair. But I guess Flair is cool because Flair did a rap song, so we just forget about what Teddy Long said about Ric Flair. Whatever, well, you know what I'm saying?
0: As long as he it keeps, just, it, it as long as it keeps it. his shirt on, that's the only thing that really matters.
1: You know? As long, I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I mean, pretty much. I mean, we had, we had, we had a rapper that was trying to go after Ric Flair, saying Ric Flair is racist, whoop, whoop and all that. I mean, I don't, I don't really give a damn. Honestly, I mean, I couldn't care less at this point. What Hogan Hogan said, what he said, it is what it is. I mean, am I, am I going to lose sleep over it and harp and, and on it? Oh, my God, I can't believe Hulk Hogan said that.
0: Did you see what Jim Ross said about Charlotte Flair?
1: What did Jim Ross say about Charlotte?
0: That basically, she's kind of like the, the modern-day Hulk Hogan for the women's division.
1: And he says that as far as war.
0: <laughs> I was like, Jim, What? I thought Becky's the man. I mean,
1: hey, listen, I'm, I'm a, I, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna be honest with you, you know, because that's all I am on this show is honest. Tell it like it is. The Charlotte Flair. Whoo, she, she's sexy, man. <laughs> I didn't expect that one. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she's sexy. I was watching her in that segment on Monday night with, uh, with, with Ronda Rousey and, and uh, Becky Lynch and Seventeen. And I was like, good grief. Yeah. Well, you know. She, she, can, she can get the D for me anytime.
0: She has been pushed heavily. Uh, That's
1: right. And she should be pushed heavily. You well, know why? Because she's probably the best one they have on the roster.
0: Well, some people think she's pushed too much, like down, their throats.
1: <laughs> down her throats. Down, down her throats, yeah. Wait, wait. Did you say down her throats or down her throat?
0: Well, I guess that depends on how you look at it.
1: All right, well, i look at it on the ladder.
0: <laughs> so well, that, that So Frank D is a Charlotte fan.
1: Yeah man, I'm a Charlotte Mark. Oh yeah.
0: She's, so 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 is it safe to say she's your favorite female wrestler right now?
1: Charlotte is my 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 favorite female wrestler, absolutely. I I don't usually I mean a lot of times when when the women come out there and wrestle, I turn the channel. Oh no, I I I'm 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 lying. I don't even watch shit. I was gonna say, you, you've not, never yeah. been
0: a women's wrestling fan, so
1: well I, I gave it a chance. I gave it a chance. Okay? But then when it start when, when they start opening their mouths and they can't cut promos, I turn it off. But the women because, Yeah, the women, you know, Sasha Sasha code. I was a big Sasha Banks fan too back in the day, man. I was a real big Sasha Banks fan. But then so I start hearing little things and then, you know, watching her work and I'm like, oh, she ain't as good as I thought she was. But Charlotte on the other hand, if Charlotte could hit that moonsault on the outside and not mess it up. She is, it's all a package. She got she got a hobby at Christopher Daniels by how do a, the, the best moonsault ever.
0: And, and while we're while we're back on the women's topic, and we I mentioned her with it never happened with a all elite wrestling, but mm. Ronda Rousey, yes, a year in the WWE now. What do you think of her? Do you think she's worth keeping? Obviously, she gets the, she gets mainstream coverage with ESPN being that she's UFC. But when I watch her out there. And I love the match I had last year with uh, with Kurt Angle against uh, trips and stuff. That was a great a very good match. But when she's out there just it's just against the Barbie dolls, I guess to a certain degree, you know, some of them certainly can wrestle, but when you see Ronda Rousey who could probably break their arms in three seconds against some of these women out there. It just doesn't do much for me. I've got to be honest. I'd rather see a women's wrestler versus a woman's wrestler. A ladies wrestler versus a ladies wrestler. Not a shoot fighter versus a wrestler, per se.
1: Okay. Well, then, you, my friend, got some issues. Because that's exactly what you had with Brock Lesnar. Where Brock Lesnar is a legit shoot fighter wrestling a wrestler. Throwing him around. See, Ronda Rousey... Should have been booked as the female Brock Lesnar from The Jump. I guess. When I saw her this past.
0: What? I I, I guess it's a little bit different from a male perspective because.
1: Oh, so you're sexist.
0: I I guess in this case I would be because when I look at some of these women and I know Uh I've seen Ronda Rousey shoot fight.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know. Somebody like uh, Sasha Banks versus Ronda Rousey. Yes. How do I take that match seriously?
1: You can't because you're into the outcome.
0: You know, I mean, I know it's a separate. You have to let your. it's, It's sports entertainment. I get it. You know, we're putting on a show. But when I see Ronda Rousey against most any of the girls in WWE, yeah, I think in a heartbeat she she would flatten these people. It wouldn't even be a match. Right. So, but with Brock, I mean you have tough guys you have i mean i I guess it's just a perspective of men you know men even if you were in a real life situation you'd think this guy's a boxer but you know i could probably take him you know but a woman you know a woman that actually could shoot fight against a trained sports entertainer i guess now they would call him it just doesn't seem to really go very well to me i don't know i i would personally i'd like to see her leave I'd have no problem with her leaving. I think it sounds like she's leaving anyway. She's going to start a family, or whatever. But then you think at some point she'll probably come back. But I don't know. This this year in WWE, was it successful for her? Was it successful for the company? I mean, I guess I,
1: I think the it was crossover
0: su- was probably very good for them with maintaining. I think it company.
1: was successful, but yeah. she was handled incorrectly. She should have been a badass heel. Right, what right. I saw from her Monday night at the end of that segment with her attacking Charlotte and attacking Becky Lynch. That's Ronda Rousey that should have been there all along. They tried to have her as a baby face, and they pushed her down your throat. And pushed her down your throat. Okay? That's where they messed up with her. If she had been as a badass that she could be, that's a different story. But you're, you're talking about, well, it, it doesn't work good for you because this is a trained fighter, and, and you know, these are trained sports entertainers. Well, the same thing could be said when Kurt Eagle came into the company back in 99. Kurt <laughs> was a real wrestler. And now Kurt Angle has to go with the sports entertainment way of doing things. And And guess what? He had a hell of a career.
0: I sometimes still do think that when I see Kurt Angle or Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's a sports entertainment situation, but in real life, you know who'd win.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So you have to, once again. Suspension
0: of disbelief. I get it. it. It's like we go today.
1: We go today. You take a tag team in a company like The Revival, okay? And then you take a tag team like the Road Warriors in a shoot fight. Who's going to win that? Road Warriors. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you just have to sustain your belief, just like I do. Yeah.
0: I I I guess. I I guess it just seems
1: that a little twerp like Seth Rollins can actually beat Brock Lesnar.
0: (laughs) Or Sasha Banks could beat Ronda
1: Rousey. Or or Finn Balor with his cruiserweight ass.
0: Or or Bailey.
1: He could be Bobby Lashley.
0: <laughs> the Hugger could beat uh, uh, Ronda Rousey.
1: Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> was he gonna hug her to death?
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't
0: uh, I don't know. I don't mean, know. It was a good experiment. It made sense from a business perspective. You, I you, say, resigner. You want to resign her?
1: I say, resign her. Why? Why not? Okay. They're gonna probably make her an offer anyways because they're because anybody now who leaves the company, there's this big thing going around like, oh my god, he's AEW bound. He's AEW bound.
0: Just like back in the day, they would say, well, as soon as he leaves the whip, he's going to TNA, right?
1: Exactly. And it's like it's so funny because on Facebook, you know, you, you if you're in the wrestling groups like I am, you'll see uh, anytime anybody's released, they have this this one uh, gif of Cody with his ear.
0: Oh, I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen
1: that. <laughs> like,
0: he's yeah. listening for everybody release. Oh, I could sign him. Exactly. <laughs> Well, you are know, going but we're back to AW uh, All Elite Wrestling. How long do you think you think the ownership is going to continue to sink money? And and years from now, when they're still losing money, is he still going to sink the money in?
1: I think that they're probably going to be in it for the long haul. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, I mean, they own the Jacksonville Jaguars for God's sake, so yeah.
0: Although they're they're not much of a track record for uh, a success either, but uh,
1: that's you not. Know. My- <laughs>
0: You can't say the all-elite wrestling would be the Jacksonville Jaguars, a professional wrestling, because that doesn't doesn't really translate very well.
1: So. I mean, hell, how long did Billionaire Ted own the Atlanta Braves? Long time. How long did WCW? How long did he own WCW? But, he
0: owned it
1: up the merger, right? And but, I'm talking but, about the but, Time Warner merger.
0: Professional sports, so they share revenue, though.
1: You got to, there, there, there's a, a book out there called um, uh, Nitro. It's, I think it's called The Collapse and, and Downfall of World Championship Wrestling or some shit like that. But it's, uh, they have actually, they have interviews in there with Jamie Kellner. And everybody, I have, I have to get my hands on this, book. I'm going to. But it talks about the numbers. It's kind of like what Eric Bischoff talked about when he came on our podcast. He talked about how the numbers at WWE were kind of funny. How, like, how they would make all this money, but they weren't getting credit for it. It would go to other divisions of Turner.
0: The numbers he could remember.
1: Well, yeah, but he's telling the truth about that because it's, it's come out that he was telling the truth. That, like, they, WCW was put under, um, on the books, it was put under miscellaneous. So they would take money from WCW and put it on in other time-running divisions so, to fluff them up. And it looked like WCW was losing mm-hmm. all this money. Like the whole thing of WWE losing sixty million dollars in two thousand, I think it was. Well, that was all bullshit. How much did they really lose? I don't know, but I heard that it wasn't <laughs> sixty. It, I, I don't. I heard it wasn't sixty million dollars.
0: I don't know. They made a lot of bad decisions. They definitely well, lost they money. I don't. Made a
1: lot of bad decisions, but yeah. they didn't lose. They, they made sixty million dollars worth of.
0: I mean, they still were playing the genius, and he was sitting at home.
1: So, well, hey, that's that's having a good <laughs> brother like Man for you.
0: Not I'm exactly. You, know, you talk about the numbers. That was exactly a very smart business decision.
1: But you know, well, Randy would 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 say otherwise. As a matter of fact, if Randy Savage was here right now, he'd probably bitch slap you for saying that. Oh yeah. Yeah, you would. That's i Talking about my brother, I'd bitch slap you right now. <laughs> freak out! Freak out! you yeah. Yeah, you'd be freaking out, calling nine one one as I bitch slap
0: <laughs> Well, I I think we've covered a lot of material today, and we've been gone for you know, a few minutes, and uh, I think we've done a pretty good job kind of catching up where we've left off.
1: Well, we actually have done that. We have we have done that. It's been it's been great, you know, being back here on the the GRP uh, platform and, and talking to sports entertainment. Um, seeing where we are, seeing where we're going to be, you know, with all the, all the wrestling coming up, um, it's a very exciting time if you're waiting for that. Myself, personally, I plan on being in Las Vegas, um, May 23rd through 26th for a StarCast week. I shall be there. Ah. I shall see the, the dead man, Mark Calloway.
0: And if you go see Frank. Give him a Coke, because he won't pay $5 for a Coke.
1: Ah, Steve, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> You're still riding me about that, that, that 2000, uh, 2005 Coke.
0: Oh, the glory days of the pod, or uh, actually the glory days of the hotline scene back in the day.
1: Exactly. Well, hey, listen, man, you know, it was it was a hot July night. I just sat through four and a half hours of WWE tapings, okay? Oh. You know, I'm there falling asleep literally while while Triple H is out there with um you know, what's the fuck is his name? Um, no, least, there you go.
0: I think it was a was a show. I think you went to they were outside doing something in the heat. And you were I don't trying, know. you were describing it?
1: No, this was this was inside this was uh, the uh at the time it was the the Arrowhead Pond.
0: Okay. All
1: right. It was and, and, uh, it was a double taping. So it was uh, it was uh I saw Hulk Hogan and Shawn Michaels came up the night uh, in the first taping for Raw. Second taping was a SmackDown. It was when Batista came to SmackDown. Wow. I wonder how Batista's going to like it now being in the company and they have no pyro for him.
0: <laughs> oh, come on. They could bring it back for, for, for
1: Batista. How does that work? You know the craziest thing I've seen a while ago was when Kane would come out and uh, they would have the pyro sound effect before his music would play? Mayor Kane? Mayor Kane Mayor, Mayor Jacobs. Hmm. Yep. Boy, times do change, don't they? Exactly. It sure does, man.
0: Well, I think that's a wrap. I think we've uh we've covered the spectrum. Get you all caught up on what we've missed and what's going moving forward for the Hall of Fame, WrestleMania, uh, all elite wrestling, the dire straits of uh impact wrestling. But as always, we do appreciate you listening to this podcast. Especially of those have been, I don't know, hounded me. When's the next GRP? Did you, did you get any of that, Frank?
1: I got a lot, yeah. And they were asking <laughs> me about it. And I would say, hey, listen, talk to El Presidente over there. Here I am. You know, talk, talk to, talk to Gurick. All right. Because ever since Gurick went off to, you know, form his own wrestling league that didn't do shit. Okay.
0: Just a little busy running a website and having a normal life. That's like, what I say. Your you're
1: on your, you know, just... your own, your own wrestling league on WB2K.
0: <laughs> you know, playing 19 hours of video games a day and, you know, things like that, you know.
1: Dude, that's <laughs> what I do. I mean, I, I, I go work, you know, I, I go work you know, freaking over 40 hours a week. I go work and then I come in and I, and I only have so much time to go on Red Deer Redemption 2 and go shoot some, you know, go shoot some deer and shit. And then, uh, you know, come up here and I got to keep up with the other stuff, Steve. I got to keep up with, you know, Gotham. And I got to keep up with everything. Um, So, on that note, I think we're done for today, pal. All
0: right. Well, let me uh, quickly mention you can uh, get all the wrestling news, anything breaking going on into WrestleMania at uh, www.gerweck.net. It's amazing, Frank. Uh, I, I've been putting that name out there for so long, and people still uh, have trouble spelling it.
1: You know? Yeah, I can't believe you're real simple. I can't believe you're not in the Hall of Fame.
0: <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. The WWE loved me back in the day when I wrote the columns. Anytime I needed talent, uh, hook me up with uh, T-shirts and posters and whatever you. Need. They they took care of me. But since it's right. just just when I'm just Gerwick.net. Oh, boy. Boy, just to get them to respond to an email sometimes.
1: Well, oh. we'll come on here. We'll start plugging in All Elite Wrestling, and we'll put them up <laughs> like a million bucks, and then they'll be like, oh, wait a minute, damn it. Hey, guys, what are you guys doing? Just like the old TNA used to
0: do back in the day, too, remember?
1: We'll pitch over like a million bucks. Oh. Well, We we'll, you know we want we want your shit on the networks, and then we'll have a, the GERG report on the WWE network, okay? And then we'll do that.
0: The old PR staff at TNA be like, oh, who do you need? Oh, you want, oh. Oh, you want Christopher Daniels? Hey, we'll hook you up. No problem, yeah. You want Frankie Kazarian? Yeah, we'll hook you up, you know? No problem. So, yeah. Man, I don't know. But, uh, anyway. See, we got a flashback there, pal? <laughs> Boy, I've been doing this way too long, you know?
1: Yeah, well, they got therapy for people like you, you know? Yeah. I, I I, 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 of a company that doesn't exist anymore. I,
0: I might need it.
1: You never know. Right.
0: But in the meantime, check out Gerwick.net for all your pro wrestling news. Um, I'm at uh, at Gerwick on the Twitter. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. And Frank D. has the uh, our YouTube page still running.
1: Yeah, it's up there.
0: It's up there. Hey, I know every time I look up there and I see one of those uh, you-may-remember kind of deals like uh, from back in the day, Booker T., the Honky Tonk Man, some of those interviews has a lot of views. So.
1: Well, absolutely. You can be one of those viewers by going to YouTube.com slash gurick or Gurick Report, whichever one it is. You'll find us on there um yeah you'll find us we're on there we're just too sweet
0: and, and one one final shameless plug I, I know up front we said we don't
1: you are you always doing these shameless plugs oh man. yeah baby. Why we have to step away because you want to plug your <laughs> your 2k wrestling league i said hell no i'm not gonna be a part of that
0: I, we don't have patreon we don't have paypal well, actually, I do have a paper. If you want to donate, there it is on Gerwig.net. But you know, oh
1: look at you!
0: A little shame, a little shame look, look at you blog begging you
1: for money.
0: you, you know if you, if you want to throw a nickel or two, you know that's a okay. good. Yeah, you're,
1: you're begging for money. Look at you! But, is that what, is that what you've come to begging for money?
0: But you know, if you really want to support us, Well, podcasts for food. <laughs> <laughs> well, what kind of food now, Frank? I'm not just any kind of food.
1: Hey, listen, man. Podcast uh, I, for I,
0: pizza, I, maybe deep dish or something?
1: I I ain't knocking your hustle. Hustle, man. Hustle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we still do have our T-shirt store at Pro Wrestling Tees. I know everybody's getting their bullet clubs and all those other shirts they have out there.
1: What, what is a bullet club yeah. anymore? I, what What is that?
0: Uh... I'm not sure. I got,
1: I got all this Bullet Club. I'm like, I'm, not, I'm in my man cave right now doing a show. And I, I'm looking around. I got all this Bullet Club merch, right? I went to the New Japan show a couple months ago. I bought all this Bullet Club shit. What is that anymore? Come well on now. It was... was like I said actually, earlier there, Professor. When was the last time we saw Anderson and Gallows on TV? I don't, I don't even know why
0: they stayed with the company, to be honest with you.
1: Well, they had the Botch Club and I, you know... I still watch Bashmania. I didn't really find a bosch about it entertaining. But, Steve, you were begging the audience for money. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, begging. If you want to support us, we're, yep. not, we're not asking for dollars. But, you know, if you, want, if you want to throw a couple our way, a couple of shekels, it might help, uh, might help us out. You never
1: know. Uh, right, I'll, I'll tap dance for money.
0: You know, Pro Wrestling Tees still has right. our t- t-shirt store out there. You can buy a t-shirt. You can buy huh. net. GRP. Hey, that cool nitro GRP retro shirt is still there.
1: They, yeah, still can, I, they still can buy it. Exactly. You can buy anything up there with Gurick. Okay. Anything with GRP Gurk Report Podcast. I mean, because honestly, you know, we are the podcast that tells us like it is. We don't shill nothing.
0: No shill We don't sure. go out here
1: and kiss any ass. We, we, Steve literally hit me up this morning on, on Messenger and say, hey, you want to do a podcast? So I said, sure, I'm not doing anything. So we come up here and we and we tell it like it is. We're the only ones that tells it like it is. We've been doing it since day one.
0: By the line for a long time now. So, exactly.
1: yep.
0: Like I said, you know, if we if you find us entertaining, want to throw a couple dollars our way? I I, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't push it away. Put it that way. Exactly. So anyway. uh, I'm I'm not dancing for money. Uh, I'm not podcasting not? for no. I'm not I'm not podcasting for egg rolls or anything like that. But you know, if they want to throw a couple dollars our way to support us. You know. You can do it. I just want to mention you still can do us and do that and, and still uh, support the show. And of course, we're still on TuneIn and Stitcher and all that good stuff. Any, any way you can listen to a podcast, we're we're pretty much on there still. So, in fact, all those archives are still out there. TuneIn, just search Girlwork Report. We're still there. So, right now, I think I'm shamelessly done plugging everything.
1: Well, I think you should be. I mean, my goodness.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so hit us up. Check us out. Thanks for listening, and it's been your pleasure.